What is up, football fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time. This is your host, Steve Hillen, along with your fellow football hosts, Alex Ruiz and Matt Kaczynski. Gentlemen, happy one-year birthday to Pound the Pigskin. That's right. Is this the official one-year mark? It is. We started this juncture a year ago, and we've been all over the map since then, but uh, here we are a year later still talking football. Still talking football. Don't worry. Football's big not will, going anywhere. Big things will be in the fall, but we're keeping you guys good uh, in the offseason. That's right. So we uh, we got to get to some stuff today. As always, we start off our show thanking our buddies at String Sports Brewery and Engine 15 Brewery. Uh, the drink of the night is how we kick it off each and every week. Uh, tonight, I have myself a Corona. All right. Did not expect that one. I know. No, me was... neither. <laughs> I'm uh. I'm back to my usual, you know, kicking it, kicking it crispy with some Angry Orchard. I was just gonna say it had to be Angry Orchard. Yep. Usual. Yeah, man, that's okay. my that's my go-to. There you go. What about you, Matt? I'm just doing a little. I uh, got one last big, basically a finger left of 1792. So killing it. Ooh. There we go. So we got our we got our liquid ammo. We're ready to talk some football. Uh, we got to start the show off tonight with Alex's favorite team, Carolina Panthers, making a trade. Uh, they sent a sixth-round pick this year, a second-rounder, and a fourth-rounder next year to the Jets in exchange for Sam Darnold. So Darnold is out of the Big Apple after two uh, well, three seasons, really. Um, he was the third overall pick in 2018 draft right after Saquon Barkley. Uh, he's now in Carolina, where it's him and Bridgewater. Uh, we kind of saw the writing on the walls. We just didn't know when it was going to happen with the Jets moving on from him. Um, but that deal is now done. So Darnold is uh, is a Carolina Panther, and Carolina has already picked up his fifth-year option, which pays him $18 bucks. Yeah, you know, it's no, – no discredit to Sam Darnold. I, I don't I – don't, I don't think he's going to be like a longevity type of, you know, franchise quarterback. I don't think pairing up with Adam Gase did him any justice. Um, I I do think that Joe Brady might be able to pull something out of him, you know, make him, make him look somewhat to what people thought he would be. Um, And better weapons in Carolina right now. I was going to say, he's got some better weapons. Yeah. I I mean, that being said, man. I think maybe having that college approach like you're talking about with Brady I think that may help because I think there may be a little more relatability uh, yeah. for him. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he's just a better, you know, better quarterback uh, developer than, than Adam Gase was. So, mean, we, saw that. we saw that with Gase when he was with Tannehill. Obviously, true. Tannehill's not the greatest, but he went to a different setting and he's, you know, yep. thriving. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, that's for sure. again, I don't like Carolina um, and their, their ownership proved that again. I mean, you can't you can't tote all off season that this is your guy, this is your guy, this is your guy, and then trade him. And and your and your justification for trading him is well, if we didn't have the the third pick in the you know in the NFL draft, we 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 were comfortable moving forward with him. I mean, yeah, that's a very valid point out, though. Um, season ticket renewal packages, and it had Sam Darnold on the cover of them, and now he's gone. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't claim that you were okay, comfortable moving forward second pick, but second, but it, you are, can't. Are, are we surprised? It's the, the Jets. I mean, I get that, but you can't claim that you know you're you are yeah. comfortable moving forward with a guy and then trading him away. The and, and the same thing goes for Carolina, if man. The, if they had the third pick, they would have kept Darnold, but because they had the second pick, they moved him. Yeah, I mean, it, there's there's no justification behind that whatsoever. No, there is. It's called t- they're they're a team that's just an opportunistic team, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to do it all with well, draft. It tells me that now, it all sucks to their Zach fan Wilson. base, though. It sucks to their fan base. I get what they're doing, and I understand it. It just it sucks for your fan base because now you've had what Adams, Darnold, and who's the third? Um, like stud that's basically uh, was left for dead once they got or once they were drafted by them. Oh, well, there's one more. Anyway, I mean, late, lately it's been Darnold and Jamal Adams is out of there, and you know there's there's one other guy, and I cannot. Oh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, well, they didn't draft him though. I yeah, but still doing the contract stuff. But um, yeah. they just they they don't know how to create the franchise guy, and clearly they well, didn't know how to do with Darnold. The second pick. Uh, they've got uh, they just put their uh, 
put a lot of stock into that. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I just don't see the Jets being able to do it. Well, I think Carolina – I think the actual more interesting thing to this is Carolina doing something that we never see. You, dra- you, you trade and get the guy that didn't work at another team that's in a rookie deal, and you pick up the fifth-year option. Yeah, they I kind of right like away. it. Then. So they're, they're definitely going to give Darnold uh, two years. I kind of like that, though, because you know what? It's like, hey, look, you're going to come to a new system. Let's actually have you relax, come in and learn, understand, and let's make sure we're at your best and give him the two-year window where he can actually maybe relax a little bit and be able to maybe end up performing better. Yeah, it I like it. It's Car- a different it approach. Carolina um, some interesting flexibility in the draft, too. It's so. an interesting approach. So I actually – I know Alex hates Carolina – so we're going to have fun with this because I like the move and I'm sure he hates it. Well, I mean, I just, you know, like I said, I think it's better for Sam Darnold. I just don't think, you know, <laughs> longevity wise that he's going to be this oh, know, no, I amazing get starter. He's not going to get them to, you know, the Super Bowl or anything like that. It, he's just a serviceable quarterback. They got I mean, a long ass way to go. Yeah, they do. Let's face it, though. They're not yeah. winning. They're not winning that division as long as Brady's with the Bucks anyway. So, yeah. no, I mean, they've got. I mean, they're trying. They got 17 draft picks, I think, in the next two years. Yeah. Well, exactly. they're desperately trying to rebuild. They gotta, they gotta build, <laughs> and they gotta build around the talent they got. Speaking of building, that leads us into the draft, and our little exercise for the night is gonna be um, ideal draft pick. Um, so we'll just go down the list here for each team and what we think the ideal pick is for that team. Um, you know, in their spot as it stands right now. Um, we'll start off, obviously, with the Jaguars. Um, this is a no-brainer, so we'll be quick on this. The ideal pick for the Jaguars is, is Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. Is there any any rebuttal there? Uh, I, I can't argue against it. No, absolutely not. No, I mean, I can see – I can't personally argue against it, but I can see where people are coming oh, from. Oh, come on. And, uh, listen no. – he he had a great he had a great pro day, man. So I, I gotta I'm gonna acknowledge this. There are some people who still think the Jags might actually go with Justin Fields. I'm not saying that they sh- I'm not saying they should do this under any circumstances. But there are some people, and he has shown that he does have the skill set to do that. Yeah, I, I mean he, he's got the skill set. There's no there's no question about it. But. That you know, we we all know who the pick is gonna be, and you know, I mean, like I said, I Urban Meyer doesn't take the Jaguar job unless he knows he can get Trevor Lawrence. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that that's who the pick should be. I'm just saying that. To acknowledge this, there are some people who would say that yeah. they might throw a curveball. There are there are some there are some diehard uh, conspiracy theorists out there who think that uh, the Jaguars might trade from one to three and take Fields at three. But anyway, um, <laughs> the second. I mean, look, gets, right? And Matt, where do you think? What's the ideal pick for the Jets at two now? I mean. Ideal pick now knowing. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with the guy that I've been clamoring about a little bit more in his quarterback class um, outside of Lawrence. And I'm going to say uh, their ideal pick now would be Zach Wilson. Okay. Yeah. The BYU kid. Obviously, everybody's been ranting and raving about his skill set. I don't go too much by pro days because I think it's, you know, it's it's basically like the same thing as a combine. It's, the, you know, underwear Olympics. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean it's it all shows... scripted. You're throwing against air, you know. Yeah. It's, it, it shows some athleticism. And in my opinion, what it is, is you can just see how a guy flows. Well, and you know, these are going to show off your arm. There's no doubt about it. I, it. It absolutely does. But to me, like, I like the guys that just have that better flow. And you know what? Lawrence had that in his pro day. Yeah. Wilson had that in his pro day. Now, Fields, I'll admit, was good. But I take that, I, I take Wilson over him. Yeah. Well, so that that brings us to the uh, Alex gets the hard one now. The third pick, the 49ers. Alex, what's the what's the ideal pick now that the 49ers have traded up to three? The ideal pick for them. I mean, now you mean without anybody gone, then they could somehow get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that would be the ideal pick. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. This so this is Fair assuming enough. that Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence and Trey Lance are gone, right? Teams, but. 
we're we're just gonna do this assuming that the the previous two or whatever are gone. Yeah, we'll assume Lawrence and Wilson are off the board with the with the ideal pick fits. What's the what's the ideal pick for the 49ers in that situation? Honestly, I I mean I, I'm a little torn here at three. I I think there's room. I think there's room and case to argue that both Trey Lance and Justin Fields should go at this position because they both fit the scheme that San Francisco has. I agree. I say uh, Lance only because let's make the draft that much more dramatic and Atlanta now has the fourth pick and nobody knows what they're actually going to do. And if they can land Justin Fields. Well, Alex, you get the story. You get the final say in the ideal pick here. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I would. Sorry. I, <laughs> no, no, it's all good. I, I, I'm not. Look, like I said, it, it goes it goes one way or the other for me. Niners are going to take there. I I have a feeling that they're going to go with with with. with <laughs> it's sad. I have a feeling they're going to go with Mac Jones, but they should go with Trey Lance. <laughs> yeah. So if they go so Mac you, Jones, you've got Trey Lance as their ideal pick, even though you think they're going to blow it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm like 100 percent convinced that they're going to blow it. Like 99.9999 percent sure they're going to blow this pick. All right. Well. So in that case, then that brings us to Atlanta, um, and if you've got Lance being the ideal pick there for the 49ers at three, with no trades in this scenario, if Atlanta's got to make this pick, um, I think that ideal for them, and this depends on your thinking. This depends on. You know, do you think Matt Ryan still has two more good years? Do you think that you need to replace him after this year and cut him? You know, so the, the train of thought there is certainly interesting. Um, I think Atlanta has got one of the most intriguing positions. They do. So for the sake of this little bit here, the ideal pick to me is to go ahead and ride it out with, with Matty Light. Yep. And, and you got to go, go ahead and you give him a Jamar Chase. And, you, and you take, I think you take Jamar Chase just because yep. Julio's getting older. You already got Calvin Ridley, give him yep. a third guy and let's, let's run it up and see what happens. So ideal pick is you take, you take the guy that can help Ryan and the offense right away and, you know, see if he can, you know, if he can get you two more solid years. So that's, Ideal pick there. We'll go with Jamar Chase. That gives Matt. That gives you ideal pick for the uh, the Bengals at five. For the record, Jamar Chase is my ideal pick at five. Yes, I. I yeah, no, we're all. I think we're. Oh, at five. At five to the Bengals. Yeah, that's my ideal pick there. Okay. Um. Well, and that could be. See, no, what, that could here's be the thing. I have to say it like this, though. Yeah. I have to say it like this. I know we're not in this scenario, um, but, you know, that's why I think Atlanta's got the most intriguing spot because they're at four. Their ideal pick may be Justin Fields, but guess what? He may not be there. And quite frankly, he probably won't be. One, I think that – I honestly think the Jets are the 49ers. One of them is going to pull them, pull the trigger on that guy and take him. I honestly think so. So it puts Atlanta in a really interesting – you know, scenario where they basically have control over that four of two different ways and get basically a good, they basically can't miss. I'll be, if Atlanta can't do something with this, they have serious problems. Yeah. And we'll, um, we'll cause with that said, I would agree with Alex. Yeah. It, um, that it is Jamar Chase would be uh, ideal, but I think here, I think they would go Panay Sewell and based on who's available in this scenario we've done. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, so Alex got to got to keep protecting that line. Yeah, and uh, this kid is looking like an absolute freak of nature in terms of athleticism, and that's gonna I think it'll translate to how fast um, D line is. And I mean, you got to think Pittsburgh Browns. You got to have a good offensive line in that division. So yeah, that's right. All right, Alex. So what's the ideal pick for the Dolphins now that they're at six and not three? Ooh. That's a tough one. <laughs> it really is because nobody really expected them to trade back, you know? Yeah, I and thought I, they would have stayed at three and taken their pick um, of the first non-quarterback. Yeah. Um, it's tough for me, dude. They don't really have a premier wide receiver. Um, they they, they nope. shipped off Shaq Lawson. They, they don't have Kyle Van Noy anymore. Um, you know, their the run game Ooh. has been so-so. 
are you going where I think you're going to go? I think you, I think, yeah. Dude, if, that would be a shocking pick, but incredible. If I just, I, if, if I think I know where you're going. Look, it, it's, it's tough for me to, to, to say this. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't understand why they would, they would do this. Um, but I, I would not be surprised to see either. Okay. Can't do two. <laughs> I know. Um, just go with dude, it. Uh, look, don't be shocked to see Micah Parsons go here. That's exactly what I was just saying. That would be one hell of a move. I, I, I just, I'm just, I'm throwing it out there, man. The guy is going to be an all pro linebacker. Um, they did not address their defense in, in the off season at all. I understand that they, they need a wide receiver. Um, but they're, they're, I think, I just, I don't know. See, the it's, problem is, is the Dolphins are going linebacker here. They're in a weird position with that because it's, we didn't address anything on defense, and now we may have a really bad defense, so we got to pick somebody. But the problem is, is you fully committed to Tua now, and if you don't get him some pieces to help him, it's a complete waste of time. So, exactly. I think so, the Dolphins hurt themselves in a way. As much as I like the savviness, now that you think about it, and I've sat, had time to sit on it, I think it kind of gives them more pressure in a bad way. Yeah. So, again, you know, that would be look, my personal ideal pick for these guys here would probably be like, you know, Devontae Smith, since he's still available, uh, Jalen Waddle. I mean, yeah. any, any kind of weapon on Kyle the side for Tua. I think Kyle um, Pitts is honestly going to be the pick. But Kyle Pitts wouldn't surprise me, but I, I'm going to throw the curveball here, man. I, I genuinely think that they will go Michael Parsons. Right. I like it. I like that it. Leaves, um, that leaves now <laughs> the Lions with the seventh pick. If there's no trade here um, and what's happened with our ideal scenario, I think the ideal pick for Detroit is to take Devonta Smith at wide receiver. Yep. So that leaves Matt now with the eighth pick with Carolina. Knowing that they made uh, the trade and got Darnold, what's the ideal pick now for Carolina at eight? I mean, with what's available, I think you got to go Kyle Pitts. They need to give him a weapon, mm-hmm. give him a safety blanket. I'll tell you um, what, if Pitts falls to – if it, if Pitts falls – If Pitts has fallen past like five or six – trading up. I think teams are going to – he'll be – somebody's going to trade up to get him. He will if not he be here, but in this scenario – yes. In this scenario, yeah, if the Dolphins don't take him, people will trade up and grab him. Um, which so that means the Lions have a, with the Panthers. In this scenario, absolutely, give that weapon and all the way to the bank. Give the Panthers, Darnold you think, a weapon? You think you think the Panthers are gonna are gonna jump? No, the Panthers will stay at eight. But I, Matt's saying that the ideal it's pick a, of Pitts so is look, there is Pitts. If if this scenario happens. And the eight and Pitts is available at eight. That is absolutely the pick. Yeah, that's Give a whole the weapon. Pit, you got what DJ I was just Moore, saying though is that there's no way in the backfield. There's no way that he's going to be at eight because if the Dolphins don't pick him, somebody is going to trade up to take Pitts, and that would mean Detroit. I guarantee you, Detroit would feel yeah, because you know what? What did I have to lose? We can go down a couple spots and still get a wide receiver. Get more draft. Get more draft capital out of it yeah. and start rebuilding and. Boom. And Detroit has but said anyway. that if they trade down and Mac Jones yeah. is still there, they'll take They'll him. take him, which wouldn't be – for value, wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Because you're not forcing him to be a top five pick or a top ten. Yeah. So, Alex, that puts you back on the clock now with it, um, with Denver, Denver at nine. Ooh. What's the That's ideal pick for <laughs> Denver here? Everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, I mean, listen to our scenario right now. We've already Dude, we've had Lawrence at he's one. He's right there. There's two. We've, Dude, good God. We've had Lawrence at one, Wilson at two, right? You yep. went Lance at three to the 49ers. Three. We took Jamar Chase. Chase at four, okay? We took Sewell at five, right? Um, six with the Dolphins went Micah Parsons. Seven, we took yep. Devontae Smith. Eight just went Pitts. I mean, if Justin Fields falls to nine for Denver <laughs> – this you is know, your, now this is your this is your pick, Alex. Ideal. Go group. ahead, Alex. Uh, you, I mean, you know where I'm going. I don't, you, you don't even have to say it. Like I'm I mean, going they got to Drew Locke, here. right? Yeah, I mean, and they have to. Drew Drew Locke, despite you know Maddie loving the strap, is not an NFL quarterback. I don't care what you say. I don't care he's what an anybody, NFL quarterback. I don't even. Not... I don't even care what anybody says about. He's just a turnover machine. 
Tim Tebow, he's, okay? Tim Tebow is not an NFL quarterback, and he is a better NFL quarterback you're than the guys starting right now. You're, 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 you're dumb, first off, and you're talking like sacrilegious against all Florida fans right now. Uh, um, listen, I'm well, a Florida listen, fan. I can, can I can say this. You can be a great college quarterback and not be great. great. Tebow was an NFL quarterback. He just got – he was ahead of the curve. He shouldn't have listen. been drafted in the first round, but that's – No, he shouldn't have. So, Alex, exactly. but anyway, in this scenario would be Justin Fields. Fields. Yeah. If, if he falls that far, yeah. every team in front of him that needed a quarterback other than yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars are making a mistake. I, I agree. So he shouldn't fall past three. <sighs> I I also agree with that too. Yeah. So that that puts uh what we're at the tenth pick. That's gonna be a fun one to debate. That's the Cowboys. For the whole month. Right. So I'm up with the Cowboys pick here. Um, I mean, ideally, this is where I mean, ideally, I'm taking probably I'm taking Pat Sertan at corner. Um, for Dallas. Yeah. I, I mean, for Cowboys? Yeah. I really think that's literally the ideal pick, and it's most likely going to happen. Their secondary stinks. The way that this is shaking out with our ideal picks, he's still there, so why not? So, short and sweet, yeah. I, think he, I, think he's the, I think he's the best all-around corner. The guy can come up and, and tackle. It'd be an ideal pick for, for Dallas. So, Matt, you get the Giants' ideal pick here at 11. <laughs> you better not screw this up. Oh, shut up. With the way it has fallen. Please don't screw this up. <laughs> Matt, he's sitting right there. Please don't screw this up. Let me guess. You want me to, you want Jalen Waddle? If right he is available Matt. at 11 and Smith in friggin'. If I already forgot. Chase and Smith are gone. And Pitts, yeah, yeah, Chase are gone. You gotta, you gotta go for the home run, right? You have to. I mean, look. The reason I why I can kind of PFF that had the Giants at eleven taking an offensive tackle, Rashawn Slater. That, that well, hey, I wouldn't be mad. You would get honestly. That would be my, okay. In my, you, you know, still are, you're seriously telling me you two could stomach. If Gettleman drafted another offensive lineman. I honestly 100% could. Oh, boy. That, that ass serious. Here's why. Here's why, and here's why. I wouldn't like it. Well, but first, I I first make think... your, your ideal pick. <laughs> I would be okay with it more. I would be okay with a tackle at 11 more than I was with friggin' Thomas. Well, that's because you got Thomas at four, and you didn't want him at four. <laughs> Stupid pick. <laughs> Stupid pick. Um, I mean... Dude, I guess I would. No, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna throw a curveball. I don't care. Oh, no curveballs. What is the ideal pick? I'm going curveball. It's a curveball because I it's think it's the ideal ball. pick for it's what they need right pick. now. I think they need pressuring the quarterback. All right, so you're gonna take. I've, ch- I've changed my tune. Give me Mr. Gregory Rousseau. Bring my cane back up to New York. Right, my so God. Your ideal Hell? pick is, a, is the first pass rusher off the board at 11. Uh-huh. Hell has frozen With over. Waddle's you still can... there. You can get a guy that is being talked about as possibly being a top ten pick. If he falls to you at eleven, you, you, you take him. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, or I'm not. Listen, you've you've heard me say it like the last month and a half. I just look. I think you're forcing Jalen Waddle. That's all I'm saying. I think I'm not. I'm not forcing Jalen Waddle. I think people are forgetting about Jalen Waddle because Jalen Waddle was the guy before he got injured. Yeah, yeah that's Mitchell the problem. Devontae Smith's season before he and got he's small, dude. Exactly. Dude, he's so, a risk. He is I, a risk. He is a, I, that's not a fine. big guy. So is Devontae Smith. But I've said it. Dude. Let me say it. If if all three of your receivers are gone, you take Rousseau. If a wide receiver is yes. there, I'm sorry. You've got to take him. I mean, regardless hey. of them signing well, our boy. This is why we're going to do our mock draft and our predict the pick. The ideal I'm just saying, pick in for this them scenario, would be another wide receiver. Yeah. I, I think the ideal – I'm just saying, the ideal pick. I'm just saying ideal. I think receivers are a dime a dozen. I think getting a good edge rush is exactly what ideally the Giants need because it's really the only piece they technically don't have. All right, well, that put – Alex, you get the luxury of the ideal pick for the Eagles at 12, and you can't you can't give them a, a bust. Please. You have to make the ideal pick for the Eagles because the Eagles won't do it for themselves. Bro, I hate rooting <laughs> for them, though. I think I've had them in every mock I know, that we've ever had. It's so good. I love it. 
All right, well, okay, fine. Look, you went and decided to throw your little ideal curveball with us taking Greg Rousseau, which I would be fine with, which means Waddle's still available. Correction, you'd be fine Probably. with it depending on how the board laid out. Yes. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so in this scenario, though, Waddle's on the board. So in this scenario, He's going means, Waddle's on the board, and their notable, quote-unquote, notable free agent loss was Deshaun Jackson. There's nothing yep. notable about that for them, other no than he's been the best wide receiver they've wide had the last five years, and that's saying something. Jalen Waddle would be an immediate upgrade at the receiver position for them. Yeah, he'd be so that's who they need to go with. I, I can't disagree at all. All right, well, there you go. So Waddle is the <laughs> ideal pick at 12. Packs, bro. Well said. So that leaves, um, that leaves the 13th pick back to me, uh, Chargers. Ideal pick here if, if this unfolds is taking Rashawn Slaughter at, at offensive tackle, plugging him in at left tackle, protect Herbert, and let's go. So, I think that's basically their ideal pick no matter what happens. Because uh, t- he'll probably be there. Potentially. The only, the only th- other thing, and this will be when we get to our next bit about you know trades that we um, made, but we'll see. Fair so, enough. Matt, um, let's see. We're at 14. Minnesota, what's the ideal pick for Minnesota with what we've got through so far? With what we have, making this real difficult. Um, I know who I would pick here. Yeah, well, I know what my idea would be based off of what we've done, but Matt's got to make that choice. That's what, man, this can, the way it's fallen makes this one difficult. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I still think here at at 14, Minnesota's still in the market for offensive tackle, edge rusher. Uh, yep. I think, and Godfrey yeah. is a bust. You know, Daniel Hunter I, coming know, off an injury. I think in this ideal situation, just because of basically how everybody puts stock in what these pro days are, um, I actually think you may see Minnesota. If this somehow happened, they would go maybe Phillips. All right, you got Jalen because they need a need a need an athletic rusher, and I think you can get some tackle help. I think they can continue building with what they have. They don't have the worst line; mm-hmm. it needs help, but it's not the absolute worst. They can afford to go after a defense over offense in the scenario. All right. So, Alex, you've got the Patriots at 15. What's the ideal pick? Yeah, this, see, I, it I should went, be a no-brainer now, right? I mean, yep. <laughs> if it He's fall, sitting if there. It falls to them where the Patriots didn't even have to move up. See, that would be the most Belichick move of all time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so ridiculous. Like, we even did it. I know we like, we even let the guy fall right into their lap. It's like <laughs> it's so. But absurd. it's Alex's ideal pick turn. So what do you got? go for it, bud? I mean, I mean, dude, if you have somebody else, please, I want to hear the argument. Still be fan. I know, I'm sure there is, but it's look, it's oh, God. I know what they're going to do. I don't think they should do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I don't. I'm just going to point that out here. All right. You're like Swami. You're like the new Chris Berman. Swami. I mean, dude, it's just – it's so bad. Like, the fact that he's (laughs) going to be available there and – Well – He's very well could be, to be honest. I don't think he I don't think he will be, but – There'll have to be a move to go up there, but – and how we did it, he's there. Yeah, I know. I I don't know why. I don't – look – Listen, they're pro- if he look, okay it. if he's there if he's there at fifteen and 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 BB don't have to move he's probably getting his replacement QB and yep. Mac okay. Jones yeah okay I I wouldn't say that's their ideal pick though despite their shit backfield they they need some wide receiver <laughs> help terribly I mean who are you gonna go now though I mean I'm gonna go Mac Jones because yeah. I think that's who their pick's gonna Even be for still, though. It, it, you're, none of those three guys are going to probably fall to fifteen. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, we, let's face it. When assume. I do predict the pick, I don't have I don't have Jones going fifteen. Yeah, I mean, I I don't so, either. I just I'll if in the way ours has fallen, yeah. he's there. They don't have to move. We're not doing trades. That's ideal. They're taking him there. Yeah. All right, now, so that yeah. Means, uh, now don't be shocked. Don't be shocked if they move up for him. I, yeah, I was just going to say. They could be the one to do it. They could be them. them Assuming or, uh, San Francisco doesn't botch the third pick and take them. Man, yeah, <laughs> hey, you never know. 
You never know. <laughs> so let's see here. We're, so we're at 16. We're in the second half of the first round now. Arizona. Is there a money line on that? <laughs> I want to bet that. Um, Should be. And then, well, there, there's probably going to be something in Vegas. I'll have to look into probably. it. Probably. $100. Let's see. So Arizona with the 16th pick. What's ideal for them at this point? Um, I think uh, with the way that Kyler Murray plays in terms of being a mobile quarterback, keeping him upright is uh, ideal. So I think that they take offensive tackle Christian Derisaw as the ideal pick here at 16. So I like it. Matt, that leaves like you with, uh, with the Raiders at 17 with their ideal pick. And um, I know you would love to give them the fastest wide receiver that's available, but <laughs> you can't do it. Uh, Nah, I um. This team was the second. This team was the second worst pass rushing team in the league on defense. <laughs> I know, and that's what jumped out to me. And um, is this where is this where Quiddy Pay goes? I was just gonna say, I think they end up going Quiddy Pay. Um, I think he's just gonna gain that momentum to fall somewhere here. I think there's very possible, a poss- uh, very strong possibility he could be the third one taken, maybe the second. I don't. I think Rousseau will be the first. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, in this situation, the way things have fallen, definitely need that help on uh, getting to the quarterback. Give me a quitty pay for the uh, Raiders doing something uncharacteristic. Yep. All right. So that means Alex, you've got the Dolphins' uh, second pick here for their ideal pick. Now you gave them Parsons the first time. Yep. Where are you going the second time? You're not going to see much change here uh, for me in terms of what they're doing. Oh, boy. I I am. Look, Rousseau's gone. Yes. Quiddy Payne's gone. Yes. Jalen Phillips is gone. Jalen Phillips, gone. Yeah, Jalen Phillips, gone. Sertan, gone. No, I know. I get that. Um, Since you evidently are building their defense. Yeah, no, I, like- I I genuinely hope that they they do build their defense here. Um, what you got? Y'all are gonna think I'm crazy. To be honest with you, I, I think I think the yeah, well, you know, <laughs> um, somebody that I don't think is being talked about enough in this draft is Joseph Asai. Oh, the the edge rusher from Texas. Yep. He could sneak. He could sneak I, in there. He's he's sneakily coming back up the draft board for me. I've I've been watching some of his 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 tape and dude, look, I get the guy doesn't get to the quarterback all the time, but he never stops chasing them in a in a division that has that has Tennessee and Jacksonville and and the Patriots. I don't see him having a problem getting to the quarterback. So you're gonna go. You're gonna give uh, Miami. You're gonna double up on Dean. Give him an. I'm option. doubling up on the Dean. That's and giving him Joseph Asai. All right. Look at us both taking like kind of what you would consider reaches for the edges. I took Jalen Phillips and Rousseau, and you took that like that. Well, high. it just like, shows. You, I like it. Just it. Shows you like what it. the real value of putting pressure on the QB is. Uh-huh. You know. All right. I so mean, that gives me Washington here at 19. Um, you know, they, they brought him. in Fitz Magic. Our ideal picks have all five of the QBs off the board here. Um, so, you know, this is kind of a toss-up in the situation, but I think ideally, I think um, they probably go on the offensive side of the ball. Now, whether it's the line of scrimmage or a skill player, who knows? I don't make that call. I'll make that call right now, though, and um, <laughs> I'll give – Washington um, as my ideal pick, Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver from Minnesota, to pair up with Terry McLaurin. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't see him going running back. Um, no, Antonio I, Gibson was a good rookie, scored a dozen touchdowns. Yeah. I don't think that's. I, I, I don't think go. they go that route. <laughs> I, I think they. I think they sure up the line. I, I mean, he's still sitting there on our board. I, I don't know why you wouldn't take friggin'. Um, Vera Tucker. Yeah, Vera Tucker is a, is a very um, versatile O lineman. I just think that Washington. <sighs> it's needs, weird. Washington needs more firepower on offense, in my opinion, uh, yeah. to score points with, with with the rest of the division. Really, I mean, Dallas is going to be able to score points. All signs are 
pointing in the right direction that the Giants are going to be able to score points. So, I mean, Washington's got to keep up with that. So, I'll give them the wide receiver, um, you know, well, in this in this scenario anyway. So, Matt, you got uh, you got the Bears at 20. What's, the, what's Chicago's ideal pick? <sighs> this scenario? Defense. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, you're echoing defense, Alex, and they cut. I actually would not. I'm with you there. See, I'm actually against that. That's 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 okay. This is why you get to make the ideal pick for Dub Bears. I think just the way this has fallen, I'm simply going by what's left right now. Yeah, that's fine. I think they go Vera Tucker. Vera Tucker on the O line. Okay. I mean, you're gonna have to start protecting a quarterback at some point. Um, Yeah, you are. They need a quarterback. I, I mean, that's. Yeah, but they're not, they're not getting one here in this situation. Nope. Yeah. All right, so uh, Bears, yeah, I'm Bears going for Tucker. Uh, that's guy Alex like, which means, Alex, you get to make the ideal pick for the Colts at 21. Ooh, that's, yeah. a, fun one. that's a fun one. There's a lot of yeah, there's yeah. a lot of options here on this one. I know. that's. I, I, honestly, I would have taken Vera Tucker where he was still sitting That would have been a good um, pick there, yeah. It's tough for me, man, because they, they are a pretty complete team. When you, when you look at them, um, they do have some holes that they need to fill. Obviously, Veritaker would have been a really good one there. Um, ideally, though, and I, I'm shocked that this guy is still there, I, I think they need to fill up the outside a little bit, but on the back end of the ball. And I, I think that because he's there, based on what we've drafted, I would put Caleb Farley here. All right, give him a corner. I like that. Obviously, a great secondary last year. I like year. it. Actually, that's as long as as long as he's good, and I think because of the uh, the minor back surgery he had, he's gonna fall to the end of the first round. So there's exactly good, good value here for a lot of upside. He's quick, man. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 outside of that outside of that uh that that surgery. I mean, he's neck and neck with Sertain in terms of being the number one yeah. owner. Yeah, in the draft. I would agree with that. All right, so that means uh, let's see. I'm here at 22, back with the Titans. Um, so here. Here's what I'll, I'll say. Titans right now, they've got two holes I think they need to – well, really three major holes I think they need to replace due to free agency. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let them uh, on this ideal pick go back to the well where they've already gotten success. I'm going to have them take Elijah Moore, wide receiver from Ole Miss, to pair up with A.J. Brown, a wide receiver from Ole Miss. Yeah. Corey yeah. Davis is gone. Give him another. <laughs> give him another speed demon. Let him, you know, let him uh, yep. run free. Learn from a, a fellow college teammate. So Elijah Moore, uh, shout out St. Thomas Aquinas. There you go, Matt. Like that it. means you get the blessing of uh, picking oh, for joy. the uh, New York Jets again with their ideal pick. Yeah, you gave him Zach Lovely. Wilson at two. Where are you going now? I did. Oh. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I was, I had it in my back pocket if any of those, uh, Bateman or Moore somehow fell, but, um, I think the way this is kind of, uh, fallen, um, is this where we see the first running back? You know me too well, don't you, Tim? He's uh, not far off from it. It's definitely a need. I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud. Ideal. You know me now. Here's the thing. Which one? Um, personally, yeah, that is he's the gonna question. Go, he's, he's going to go Javante Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Um, honestly, would be a Jets move. I, I mean, it probably would be, but I honestly, I was a fan of him. Uh, give me ETN. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Najee Harris a lot, too. Um, I'm, I think they're both going to be very good. I think their skill sets translate very well into to what football is looking like for running backs right now. But ETNs is too – there's too much. He can give you too many options. And if you, they somehow get – if Wilson's the guy and they somehow can snag ETN, yeah, have a, that's a nice little first-round draft right there. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. All right, so that means uh, you got ETN as the – Second ideal fit for the Jets at 23, which means, Alex, you get the Steelers at 24. What's the ideal pick for the Steelers? Well, we've already got their quarterback. Yeah, apparently they've got Roethlisberger and they've got uh, Boogie Haskins. (laughs) (laughs) 
So ideally, they got to go ahead well and replace their offensive line because they lost four out of five starters. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, it's you know it's tough when you see an offensive line completely disappear because you really have no idea what is going to happen. Yeah. Well, and I mean Ben Roethlisberger is literally Big Ben standing there like a clock tower now. I dude it. I, we could see one really, really, really miserable fall off of a team. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean listen, when, when our show gets to that point the week before uh, week one or two weeks before week one, when it's time to make season predictions, oh, boy, oh boy. I can't wait. Right? I mean, depending on what they do in this draft, but my God, like you really start thinking about it. Yeah, man. You know, the Steelers are in some – they have some serious issues. Um, yeah. Well, and the first issue is Alex picking their ideal pick. Go for it there, Alex. Have, have fun yeah. with that one. I mean, look, ideally they would go after an offensive lineman here. However, I don't see them doing that. And the reason I don't see them doing that is because they don't have anybody to protect behind the line. But what's that can what's run the, the ideal ball. pick, though? You think the ideal pick is line? Uh, I, it's, 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 uh, dude, I'm torn between the two. Uh, before their line left, I would say the ideal pick for them would be a running back. Yes. Um, now that their line is gone, I don't know. Well, uh, can't pick I a running feel, back with no line. I can't. Well, you can. We saw we saw All Tennessee right. do it. All right. Very very fair point. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to stick with that. Despite <laughs> despite the new obvious need at offensive line, I just I can't see them at 24. Passing up Najee Harris for Teddy right. Jenkins. Uh-huh. All right, I, I can't, I can't justify that. We've got back I, no matter how I look at backs it. in the first round with the idea. I mean, I'm a big fan of both the guys. To be honest. I, I, I liked, I liked Tevin Jenkins. I would take him if he, if all of the other options were gone on for the Giants. However, yeah, I just I, he's not worth more to me than Najee Harris would be to that team. Fair I mean, they, they, I mean, they could help out Big Ben. So they have lost their identity since losing their run game when they got when they didn't come to terms with Bell. So Yeah, that's a very fair point. That would be that could be their new guy like they, they, have, they have always been Mike Tomlin has always been a run first team and he has not been able to do that the last four seasons. And that's why Roethlisberger's been getting beat I the honestly hell. the ideal pick for them would be to put this in place now and hope for the best. Because they didn't have it last year and they were still a good team until like week nine or ten. All right. So you got <laughs> Najee Harris ideal pick there. Uh, that brings us to 25, the Jaguars, their second pick. Um, obviously, their first one, ideal. Well, that was easy, Tra- Trevor Lawrence. I think right now, with the way things have shaken out, um, I think the ideal pick here for the Jaguars, I'll take safety, Tra- uh, Trevon Mooring from TCU, pair him up with yep. Rayshon Jenkins, and now you've got your safety pair. Um, I just don't think Jacksonville is good enough on defense to say that we're going to run out Andrew Wingard or Jared Wilson as our free safety. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'll take Trevon Mooring. That way Rayshon Jenkins could be more of the, the rangy box safety that he was with the Chargers. So Trevon Mooring will be ideal pick here uh, for Jacksonville. What's crazy is that ideally is what should happen and ideally is possibly what really will happen. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be crazy, but – Let's see, uh, Matt. You're on the board now. Twenty six. What's Cleveland's uh, ideal? Pick what the here? brownies? Yeah, you get the brownies. What's the ideal pick here for Cleveland? I think he's gonna get. It's a little low, but um, I think he end up, ends up going somewhere in this spot, and I think he's gonna be really good. He's kind of uh, a little bit discredited, but um, give me somebody that y'all hate. Give me. Um, God, how do you say it? Ajulari? Oh, Aziz Ajulari, the edge from Georgia. Yep. Give me the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, that's a good I, pick. Ooh. Replace Olivier Vernon opposite He's Miles. A sleeper, Taylor. man. Yeah. He'll be a sleeper in his draft. I really call it. You like him over Roach? I do. Here's the only reason why. I watched Roach. I think he just needs a year before he's a plug and play right away. Oh, um, yeah. I think Ajilari uh, is a little bit more ready now. Um, you like him over Jason Owa? Yeah, mm-hmm. Owa and Ajilari, those guys are going to be interesting on who goes first because they're neck and neck. I just think Ajilari, uh, the way it's just playing defense and linebacker in that conference, 
It's not easy. Yeah. All right. So you've got Aziz Ojolare going ideally 26 to Cleveland. That means, Alex, uh, you get the ideal pick for the Ravens at 27. Yeah. Um, if I mean, I don't I don't know how he's still there, but I would Jason Owe for yeah, me. Yeah, give, um, give him the edge. They lose Matt. I know. I look, you, you guys hear it all the time. I, I don't like younger players coming into the NFL out of their mm-hmm. sophomore year, but I'm like really high on, on, on Gregory Rousseau. So um, he's a great kid though. Oh, Owe is going to be a really good safety in this league. I don't, I don't, or excuse me, edge. Um, I don't think people give him enough credit just because he comes from Penn state, but well, and, uh, and he if plugs he, in for the loss of Matt Judon right away. Yeah, Matt Judon. Yeah, and, yeah they, don't, they don't have Yannick and Gakwe, although he's been a bust the last two seasons. So um, I would, you know, I would put him here if he's still there. Right, that's a good. That's a good fit. I like that fit in terms of scheme and need and player. Uh, Twenty-eight is the Saints. Um, ideally, uh, here, you know, a lot of different ways to go. Whether it's um, oh, shoot, tight end, linebacker, corner. Um, quarterback, um, but I think don't do that too. No, 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 I'm not. Ideally, <laughs> ideally, what I'm gonna do here with the way it's with the way it's gone is I think this is where the fourth. Um, this is where the well, maybe the first true, maybe the first. All right, I'll go. I think the first true linebacker is gonna come off the board here, and I think it's gonna be Zaven Collins from Tulsa. They cut Quan Alexander. Uh, Anzalone is on a contract year, so I think that they, they build the, the linebacker uh, core. Demario Davis getting up there in age. So I'll give them the first linebacker of the draft, Zaven Collins. Okay. So, Matt, that means, uh, let's see. the first? Green Bay you mean like 29. Of the, of the actual draft? What's that? Of the actual draft? Well, I, I mean, when we do our actual draft, I, I don't know if – I don't know if – I already gave Marco Parsons. Well, yeah, I know. Parsons is like a do every. He's kind of like a do everything like Simmons. I know. That's why I like yeah, I mean, he's a stud. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, Collins is more of that middle linebacker only type of guy. Yeah. But uh, all right, let's see. Packers 29, Matt. What is ideal for the Aaron Rodgers-led Packers? Your favorite team, Matt. Matt Matt's yeah, new right. favorite Jeopardy host. <laughs> he is all right. He did pretty good. Are you finally going to um, give him a receiver, Matt? Is that the ideal pick here? Or do they need to shore up the secondary that got torched against Brady? Yep. Yeah, it's a toss-up for me on this one right now. Um, I, I think with the way it's gone, it, if I can add, there is a there is an ideal pick player here for them. Yep. But your call. I'm looking right at him. He's still available, although he's kind of short. Um, screw it. I'm going to go with the SEC boy. Give me J.C. Horn. All right, cornerback J.C. Horn. Perfect pick there. I all actually right. – I think it's more important – I think I got, it's more important I got a Sante Samuel, but all right. You what? I, I would put a Sante Samuel ahead of him, but all right. I think Horn's going to go higher than this when we do our mock. Yeah. And in the predictive. That's why I'm taking him here. But yeah, the fact but, that um, he's here at 29, that's pretty ideal. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a bigger need for them to be able to stop people from yep, scoring than for them to find ways. They can Alexander, score. Move Kevin King to the slot because he can't play outside. Exactly. They can score, and I think Aaron Rodgers will find ways to score. Well, I, I think they could stand for some playmakers, but still. Man, they that. Ooh. All right, this one, this one's gonna be interesting because Alex has the pick at thirty with the Bills, and both of the top running backs are already off the board in this scenario. So, Alex, where's Buffalo going now with their ideal pick? Um, I'm gonna go because if Harris falls where... to thirty to Buffalo, oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, okay. I think it could happen. ETN is gone. Najee Harris is gone. Javante Williams in our draft is still there. Yeah, they could take. I, him. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a first round running back. I though. agree with you. Um, yeah. I think we all agree on that one. Yeah. Uh, y'all are gonna think I'm crazy for me for Maybe. doing this. Huh? Him, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a. Tony? I was just thinking that. Nope. I was thinking about that as the guy for Green Bay. Yeah. 
Uh, Where no. are you going then? So, yeah. 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 Shocker. I'm going to the edge, baby. Give me Carlos Basham from Wake Forest. All right, Boogie Basham from Wake. I like it. Uh, all right. Uh, you're th- and, and, all right. And, I, and the reason for this is they got to the quarterback yeah. one time in the playoffs. Yeah, Preston Smith was – Darius Smith was fine. Preston Smith was a major they, disappointment. They were – they had a great defense. They were terrible in getting if to the Green quarterback. If Green Bay drafts an edge early, look for Preston Smith to be a training camp cut. Yep. I'm telling you, they, they got to do it, man. They got to do it. See, I, I, I don't know. I, if you're going to – if we're saying that they're going to go – for an edge at this spot, I would say Roche in there, but I like Boogie Basham. But I mean, it's I like it though. I like it. Big boy, bro. I, I like the edge. That's an edge rush, six five, almost three hundred pounds. That's oh, a he's a big boy, big ass edge. Rush. I just have a feeling he ends up kicking in. You don't want somebody that big coming but at your face. If he kicks just, in, I'm then you pair him right next to Kenny Clark. That's a hell of a combo. Yeah. I think he ends up playing in, and it's not really an edge. But I, hey, dude, I like it. All right. I, I like that it. That means, um, let's see, that that gives me ideal pick for the Kansas Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. At 31. Um, I mean, ideal pick here, offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Yep. You got to keep yep. your home alive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, yep. that's, just the, that's just the moral of the story. You got to keep Mahomes standing up. Poor guy so, uh, just diving, throwing around. Matt, you get, to, uh, I mean, you get to finish off ideal pick for the Bucks at 32. Maybe I'm just giving them too much credit, but this is kind of like a fun throwaway pick for the Bucks. They can basically go, yeah. I mean, they we... won the Super Bowl and they brought everybody back. They can do whatever they want here. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like they can really do whatever they want. Um, if they don't bring back and... Antonio Brown, do they take Kadarius Tony or Rondale Moore? That's kind of where I was thinking with Tony here. Um, you know, would kind of be a good fit in that system. Um, I don't think they'd go running. I, I think they could still stand some outside of Fournette, some running back help. And I, yeah, I said that. I know it's weird. Well, they but got Rojo. Ro- yeah, Rojo's yeah. their guy, man. And apparently, uh, they think that Sean Vaughn is going to have a breakout year. Please stop. Yeah, I, I read that. I'm like, uh. but I'm, I'm just saying because it's like this is like a throwaway pick. Um, with who's left from what we just did this exercise? Who is from who's left? And I was I'm kind of going that way. Give me Quincy Roche. Give me three canes in the first round, just because I have to. All right, fair enough. Like you said, they can do whatever they want. So these are I. These are what we <laughs> deem would be ideal fits, depending on how things shake out. So obviously, this is not our mock draft. This is not our predictive. No. Um, nope. But. Moving, moving on to this first We gave round, some though. hints to that. It's going to be interesting <laughs> when we do that. But let's go ahead, um, cap it off with one trade that we think a team either should make or has to make in the first round. And um, I will go ahead and I will lead off my scenario here. All right. And I will say that, and this is, this is just depending on how things shake out. I wrote down two. I wrote down two trades just just for the sake of having a backup plan here. But if, for whatever reason, Panay Sewell falls past the Dolphins at six, the Chargers absolutely have to trade their 13th pick and their 77th pick, which is the first their first third-round pick because they have a comp third-round pick. They need to trade both of those picks from 13 up to Detroit at seven and take Sewell at seven ahead of Carolina. That is what I think should or has to happen um, if Sewell falls. If Sewell does not fall past five, then my second trade that I wrote down here is um, Denver, if – for whatever reason, like Alex said, if if uh, the 49ers take Mac Jones, then Denver absolutely has to trade from nine to four and give up their first rounder next year and their third rounder this year and next year to go up to four to take Fields at four. So those are my those are my two scenarios. 
They just so happen to both be in the AFC West, and I hope Denver does not get. <laughs> I hope Denver does not get Fields. But anyway, those are my two that I wrote down. What do you guys got? What you got, Alex? Um, so I, I know a lot of people are going to think this is kind of crazy. Um, no, this is not. Doesn't matter what they think. This is what you think a team yeah, what... should do. So, I'm actually looking at the Jags. You're looking at the Jags. Okay. I'm looking at the Jags. Okay. 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 This should be good then. So Hopefully you don't have to trade out of one. No, they're going to take Trevor Lawrence. At one. <laughs> Thank God. Um, absolutely. Worry, we would have had to second. end the show. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I <laughs> Just pack it up. We're done. One year. We made it. Goodbye. Um, I, I listen. You I got them taking twenty-five and thirty-three and moving up. I have them taking yes. 25 and 33. Damn it. Moving, you. Well, you got to stage. What, what has happened that they take those two to move up to where? Well, quarterbacks are going in the first four picks. Okay. Five picks. Okay. Uh, there might look based on what we think teams are going to do. There, there is going to be a run on, on wide receiver. Okay. Because of that, I think they convince the Dallas Cowboys at 10 at 10. Okay. Move up just ahead of the New York Giants. At 11, yep. Okay. And surprise everybody yep. and pair Lawrence up with his good old buddy, ETN. Wow. Wow. That would be the Jags, that would be the, the Jags shock don't, of the draft. The Jags don't have a run game. And if you put Trevor What are you Lawrence, talking about? They had a thousand yard rusher last year. You think he's gonna hit a thousand yards again? Yes. Dude, you, the kid you, is legit. You think he's gonna hit a thousand yards again? A hundred percent. I guarantee it. Most of his yards I, came at, most of his yards came in the last ten minutes of the fourth quarter. But do you Dude, think um, ETN is worth a top ten pick? Look, I don't. I, oh, I absolutely. Don't. I agree that I ETN don't. is worth that pick. But I, I don't think he's worth a top ten. But I, I think if the Jags want continuity no, with Trevor dude. Lawrence coming into the NFL in a tough division, they have to go with somebody he knows. And if you get Travis Etienne, who can run the ball and but, catch it out of the backfield, you've given him an explosive weapon to allow them to score points. Well, you can't argue, only argument can't I have on that. that the Jaguars can, can certainly use all the explosive offensive playmakers they I can mean, get. So they need to get better. The only reason I have – the only real thing I have against that is I don't know how often teams are going to really clamor to do that just because I think you can trap yourself. Oh, well, we've got, the only one, other we got our number one quarterback. Have. Now let's pair him with he happens to get his running back from college. I understand that. That's what I'm kind saying. Kind of pigeonhole. But, yeah, but we got – listen, look look who the new head coach is. This guy loves but, his college pairings. The oh, only oh. shocker to this would be them going Kyle Pitts if he was there at 10. Oh, I, I could see the Jaguars taking 25, 33, and freaking 45 if Pitts falls past the Dolphins at six. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm I think personally, I think that they're going to do it, but they're going to go after ETN just for the continuity. But I would not be shocked to see them trade up and package a deal to move ahead and get Kyle Pitts if he falls. Okay, that that one I totally would be on board with for sure. Matt, what a what do you got as your uh, your trade uh, that a team should or has to make? I mean, you guys kind of almost killed all of mine. Um, no, no, ours don't count. Just if 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 it was there. Yeah, what do you, what do you got? What do you got? It don't matter what we just mine did. Mine were I mean mine were nowhere near that crazy. Any of my trades. I mean if Matt, so if I'm Matt gonna just Jones roll with I'm going to roll with y'all on that. If Mac Jones we're, is there, do, do the Patriots <laughs> move from 15 to 10? Yeah, that would be the only other one that I would think of. Um, if if Atlanta is really if Atlanta's serious about trading out of 4, then the Patriots need to move up and take somebody other than Mac Jones. <laughs> I well, don't, I'm, on I don't, assuming, I'm on the train nah, that Alex man. is on. I think four of the first five are going to be QBs. Look, honestly, dude, and I'm not even bullshitting. If San Francisco botches this pick at three and takes Mac Jones, do not be surprised to see the Patriots jump to four and take somebody better. Well, shoot, the, the Falcons might take fields themselves. See, that's my thing, though, dude, is I don't He's think – He's a Georgia kid. The only way I'm telling you Atlanta is going to move out of that position, the field is not I truly think, is if they get fields at four and are going to play this close to their chest until draft day. This is going to be draft drama 
because I doubt anything's going to move on that four oh, yeah. spot until the draft because they are in an ideal situation. I, I do they think that Alex there. is on to something. I think the first four picks are going to be QBs. No, no, I agree. I, I'm sorry. As much as I hate to now, whether that, it's not my style. The four are, we don't know, but I think the first it'll four happen. are going to be QBs and it'll be a record. Yeah, I think it's you're just a premium of teams that really desperately need quarterbacks and not the deepest class, but we'll see. So you've got in my you've opinion. got what kind of what kind of trade going on besides, you know, potential Jaguars moving up or Patriots moving up, anything else you wrote down? Nothing worth noting in that in depth. So All right, we'll, well we'll uh We'll end the show with uh, with Miguel Castro warming up in the Mets bullpen with Stroman hanging on to a two one lead in the bottom of the sixth. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, lots, great. Of, lots of great draft stuff um, coming up. Obviously, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have our mock draft show, which I will I will yep. announce it live right now. Matt is on the clock with the with the first pick with the Jaguars. Alex is on the clock with the second pick with the Jets. I've got the third pick with the Niners in the mock draft, and we will rotate from there. I will let both of you make a pick for the Giants at 11, um, but whoever it falls on in the rotation is the pick that we'll stick with. Uh, That works. So, Matt, you've got the first pick. Alex, you've got the second pick. I've got the third, and we'll just continue to rotate there. So, basically, Alex, you're up. Yep. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. So we will, have, I mean, we will have that predict the pick show in um, in two weeks, or not in two weeks, in three weeks. The mock draft will be in two weeks, and then uh, before you know it, it'll be uh, it'll be draft night, boys. Yes, sir. So um, pick it, for New York. it's going to be fun. Obviously, there's going to be a ton of drama. Um, we will have to do our best not to ruin it by checking Twitter before the pick is announced. Um, (laughs) at least for our own teams but um it'll be it'll be fun this is a good time lots of things can happen between obviously tonight's show and and that first thursday night of the first round so um it'll be fun but uh for matt and alex and myself it's been another episode of pound the pigskin where it's all football all the time and we'll see you next week